It's a trap, you walked right out of the hate All over a new king that's face is just replaced It's all the same, you still be ruled by force And no matter who it is, you'll still carry on the torch Just a lie, cheat, steal, half of what you make Taxation is theft, it's time to vacate the state Newsflash, all your cash is an IOU From killers who really do steal from you Inflation is a weapon used by every nation Who says that the saving in the world through lies Have they disguised and pass off as bravery? Well, I got news, debt is slavery It don't matter who's matter, a new master don't matter When they both want the same, the state don't play no games They got you trying to survive and put you on sides They're ready to kill each other, that's conquer and divide It's all for show, all for hyper control that's uh, hopefully December 21st ends up being in our favor because I'm about to lose my fucking shit, boy. And we're back with another episode of Bones and Ties. We're here with you tonight. Give anything you want to hear and more. Man. I feel more and more like that. What's that guy's name from True Detective? The Jesus meme where he's smoking a cigarette? Yeah. What's yeah, that? I get you. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Matthew. Yeah. It's, <sighs> it's heavy. It's winter here in Ohio, everybody. We started to record the episode and ended up talking probably for an hour and a half about how stressed out we are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if everybody else is feeling this way here lately. But uh, yeah, you got your boys over here are, are, are going through it. We're down in the trenches with y'all. Yeah. Just imagine working for a place that didn't pay you the money that they were congrat- <clears throat> contractually obligated to pay. And then when it came time around to, while well, we're still not paid that money, contractual renegotiation. And their first opening offer is like, we need to cut your pay 4% and then offer you no raises. For That's... the rest of the term. And also, we're going to give you time off, but it's going to be non-paid time off. Yeah, it's like, I'm sorry. No, I'm actually, I'm not sorry. What am I talking about? It's like, it's worse than like just kicking us when we're down. They done kicked us, right? Kicked us multiple times. And now, they proceeded to pee in our mouths. Yeah. And then be like, you should be grateful for peeing in your mouth. Yeah. You were thirsty. You asked for water earlier, you, you piece were, of shit. You were thirsty, you piece of shit. Fuck my Be God. fucking grateful. Yeah. We're in this together. Yeah. Building better together. Man. The new normal. I just don't know. I really hope that these are just the the birthing pains of what they're promising. Yeah. Uh, uh, 12, 21, 20 is Yeah, be. 12, 21. I mean, uh, <laughs> by the time we... The next episode airs. We might not have to use recording equipment anymore. We just come straight in your dome. We just like <laughs> welcome to that decalcified pineal gland, bros. Yeah. We're back. We just project out into the universe, and you pick it up. Yeah, you know, at, at your leisure. I don't know how we'd be able to to figure out how many unique uh, downloads we have. I'm pretty sure that I could ruin that for you in one statement. Do you want me to? Or yeah. Let me just. Leave? You want me to kick you while you're down? Yeah, sure. What if that's just bullshit savior mentality? What do you mean, like it's that whole bullshit where we just need a savior. Like, we're not going to do it ourselves, so we're just going to wait for an event, we're going to wait for a person, we're going to wait for something to happen. Well, I get what you're saying. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I'm a logical man at heart. I don't uh, really believe things without some sort of evidence, you know? Yeah. So, that being said, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> the 21st probably is going to come and go with nothing significant happening. It might make you feel funny because, you know, I believe in the higher vibrations and whatnot. Yeah. I know they exist. And I know that Saturn and Jupiter are lining up to almost zero degrees like they're going to. All in the same time frame. It's probably going to make you 
Yeah. Like, Jesus it's probably going to give you a psychic nosebleed. You're going to feel it on a level that a lot of people aren't in touch with. So it doesn't matter. They're not going to feel anything. Now, it, it, it reminds me, <sighs> this is me getting getting into my, my old, I used to read a lot of comic books, right? And uh, one of them was Hellboy. I really liked Hellboy. I still like Hellboy, right? <clears throat> Yeah. And uh, one of the characters that's part of the BPRD, that's the Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense, an unincorporeal German man named Johann Strauss, right? Yeah. Sounds a little swazzy for me. So <laughs> he was a medium when he was still like fully bodied human, right? Yeah. And he was performing a seance. And he really he was a legit medium. Like he was able to raise people to the higher plane to be able to commune with, with the dead. Can you just put me there and leave me there? Well. That'd be cool. Not normally, no. Damn it. But, at, so he brought this, he, he was performing a seance, and he brought these people up into the higher plane, right? Because mm. he was able to do that. Yeah. And simultaneously, somewhere on another part of the world, uh, an ancient holy relic was destroyed. Right? Isn't that how it and always it, happens? It created a, okay, so like, it created an event that for most people who, who don't try to like, try to think to the higher level, they didn't feel anything, yeah. but it was the equivalent on the psychic plane of like Hiroshima, yeah. like a, not a nuclear bomb going off. And because he had taken all these people up to the higher plane, like psychically, it fucking disintegrated all of them. <clears throat> there were like psychic the, shadows all physical, over those 40 On the physical buildings. plane, it yeah. fucking melted them. And he, because he was a medium, was able to stay behind, but he lost his corporeal form, right? So he was like in this suit. In the in the in the Hellboy series. Oh, that right? makes sense. Yeah, I never watched it. I'm a piece of shit. Well, the comics are really good. I was talking, but he is actually in the second movie. But the comics are really good. But that's what made me think of like most people. I, I have a feeling like the 21st is going to come and go, and it's going to be a regular day for most people. Nobody at Kroger will be affected. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people, I think. I mean, just like all I could say is, is maybe uh, adjust the settings on your psychic radio. Yeah. And kind of just keep your ears open on the 21st because I think it's at 10, 20 something at night. We're talking about Eastern Standard Time in the United say, States? Let's say an Eastern Standard Time, yes. Is that this it is or when, is that what we're saying? That's what I'm going to say is Eastern Standard Time. That's the that's the numbers I hear. Okay. So most people, when they talk about time in the in the Northern Hemisphere, they're talking about, or, you know, our, our on our continent at least, they're talking about Eastern Standard Time. You know what would be cool is if we just went to a, a global time. You know, I hate to be that guy that's like, you know, global anything, but it would just make sense. Well, because there's so many different regions, we could just like accept that, like, if they wanted 12 o'clock a.m. to be in Europe. Well, or- that's the thing. They're going to have to, uh, like, say hypothetically in the future when we go into space, they are probably going to have to do something like that <laughs> to standardize a day. Because a day, uh, uh, doesn't fun space of- travel change time though? It depends on it's a gravitational <laughs> thing, but, um, you leave at 6,000. But a standard day on Earth is 24 hours, mm. right? That's because the Earth spins one, makes one rotation, Very one good. full rotation in 24 hours, right? Very good. Yep. Okay. I was quoting a Neil deGrasse Tyson. Never mind. Okay. So it makes one full rotation, but say you're on Mars, like Elon Musk is going to be, right? Yeah. Because he's already said, like, listen. He's already on every planet. He's like, listen, motherfuckers, we're going to Mars. And I'm going to tell you this. This is what he, this is his words. He's like, I'm going to tell you this right now. Uh, when we go to Mars, we're not going to be concerned about Earth law anymore. Yeah. Fuck y'all's Earth law. That's that We're going to have Martian law. That's that big AI dick energy. Sorry, yeah. this motherfucker won't stop. Did you see that? Speaking of Elon Musk, did you happen to see 
it was an interview he did, but I saw it through a TikTok. Like someone asked him, like, if you could talk to some higher being, what would you ask them? And he said, Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He said something along the lines of, Oh, what was it? it? Was like, when does the simulation end, or something like that? You know what I like? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, well, they, he said, they asked him a question, like, what would you ask? They, the guy phrased it, and I, I, I didn't watch the whole interview, I just watched a clip. So I only assumed that the guy asking the questions was a cuck, because he was like, when you create the AI, what would you ask her? Oh, yeah, asking the AI. Yeah, yeah. but, but he, he gendered it, her. Oh, okay. Because, okay. you know, we got to be whatever. Yeah. And uh, Elon thought for a second, and by a second I mean like an uncomfortable amount of time. Yeah. And he's like... I would ask what's outside the simulation. And he looks at her like, <laughs> he gives him this crazy fucking look. He stares yeah. at her like, Jesus Christ. He's already on it, man. He gets it already. <clears throat> but wasn't there something you wanted to talk about with Elon Musk anyways? There was a an interview sometime last year before all this nonsense started. And so we didn't know anything about like mRNA or any of that stuff. You know, us normal folk. Couldn't tell you where the interview was. I just saw it. Somebody sent it to us in one of the one of the socials. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, whoever you are. Yeah. I love you deeply. But the guy asked him, he's like, what kind of investments are you looking at in the future? <laughs> and Elon was like, I'm putting my money into companies that are invested in mRNA research. And he was like, oh, that, that's cool. Yeah. Specifically mRNA vaccines. And he was like, oh, double cool. <laughs> What's that? What does that mean? He's like, you can change anyone's DNA sequence. We could all be butterflies. You can change anything with the proper genetic coding. What if like his whole end game with that, right? Because we we'll go back to the Martian thing, where yeah. he's already he's already he's so many steps ahead. He's like, he's not worried about the logistics of going to Mars, right? His mind is at, uh, <laughs> we've already established that like when I go there, we're not going to abide by the laws of your governments anymore. I assume that dude's already been to Mars. So that being said. What if the mRNA research and even the brain implants and stuff like that are things that he's thinking steps ahead that are going to be able to allow people to survive a climate of Mars or the, the like the the, the the actual planet itself without like assistance like that, without breathing assist breathing assistance or any kind of because uh, I mean the way the planet's set up it's pretty it's pretty like harsh. As far as I remember, it gets really hot. It gets really cold. It doesn't really stay in the middle. It doesn't you don't get a balmy seventy degrees on Mars? No. And the air is very thin, and it doesn't have a lot of oxygen in it. So, in theory, let's just say you could change your DNA so that you didn't require as much oxygen, and you didn't have to you didn't have to have the air pressure like we have to have here, and you didn't have to have as much water to survive. Right. Right. Yeah. All with the assistance, like, for whatever the mRNA shot or whatever he would give you doesn't supplement to make you survive, the brain implant would fill in the rest of the gaps. Man, that'd be crazy. Does that not sound like a... That, to me, that doesn't sound like a like an out-there thing. Like, like, what if that's what he's trying to do? Because the whole premise behind, like, sustainable life on Mars is that we can't do it perceivably yet because we lack, one, the terraforming ability... To actually to walk out like we do now. What if I'm not just a quick side note? What if that remember you remember the color change? We've talked about it a number of times. Do you remember Mars changing color? 
Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think that was our attempt at terraforming? Do you think that's what did that? Well, Cause actually, I saw something. Planets just don't change color, Well, right? I saw something about that this the other day, is that perceivably our conceptions about what Mars's color was and all that was based upon, like either old footage, old tech, or something like that. So or the we, dot in the sky that we see. Well, you mean the red dot? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, though. When you... Okay, say, say for example, <laughs> and I'm not... I'm just trying... I'm not... I don't know what I'm doing. You're being I'm probably, a devil's advocate. I am being a devil's advocate to an extent. So, like, if you look at Earth from space, right? Yeah. And you're looking at a forest. If you can get out of the lower orbit, I got you. Okay, but you're looking at, at a forest. It looks green, perceivably, mm. right? Just a big, matte green color, right? You mean matte or mate? Mate. Huh. So just asking for the say in your in there. your ship you fly down, it continues to stay green, literally right up until you get past the trees. Right. Right. And yeah. then you're past the trees and it's no longer just a big matte green color. You you're landed not- in Alabama, there's red soil and there's people trying to fuck you in the butt. Do you get what I'm saying? No, I get it, but I'm saying that the dot changed color. Because in and, the sky. And this is perceivably on the notion that we've actually sent probes there, but a lot of the probes have like there was one, I just read something about this today, and it's like weird that it gets mentioned, because I don't even think we were planning on talking about Mars that much, but it drilled into the ground, mm-hmm. and like, Purple. just- I knew it. It was blue. I made it up, yeah. It was like blue, it was like a light blue green color right underneath the surface. Did you not take seriously the stuff from that documentary that, uh, fuck, the one I sent you with the guy that looked like an alien? He looked like that Snapchat filter where his face was smushed on a giant head. Was it the one where... Reptilians and all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I watched it. I We said that all information's horseshit, pretty much. That's where I'm at now. I read every story, and I'm like, this is bullshit. I well, I'm just being it. The reptilian thing is always going to be one of those ones where I'm, <laughs> I'm going to remain skeptical. We talked about that in one of the earlier episodes. If Up until the point out, that it happens, I'm going to be really mad. If we find out that this whole simulation is run by reptilians with tiny hats, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. I'm going to be really, really mad. I'm going to be upset. Anything else I'm willing to accept. But I'm not counting on it. Yeah. That being said, like, go back to what I said about Elon Musk. Like, I. Let's say in a conceivable future, he determines that he and his ilk are going to go to Mars and set up their own provincial government, right? Which, <laughs> I mean, all things considered, I, d- I think he would be able to establish a pretty solid base before. Because as, as far as I know, he's he's ahead of a lot of other space agencies when it comes to the notion of going to Mars in the first place. Yeah. Like his rockets. You guys, if you hadn't seen them, take... Check them out. The one thing, though, they're like, listen, those SpaceX rockets are like straight out of like some fucking Ray Bradbury, straight shit, out of man. Compton, Fra- straight out of fucking Ray Bradbury. Yeah, it t- like like it's the shit we imagined. They imagined back in the day a rocket that one. It's not just like you know NASA used rockets that just blew apart when they got into the atmosphere. Yeah, for years, right. quote unquote. I put in quote. I put it in yeah, air, quotes. air quotes. I get it. Okay. But before so they then, they talked about reusable board. rockets that you would use over and over. It was a ship. Right. Right. We're there now. Yeah. You are here. Let me X that off because he does that. I wish they had just shown us the footage of the submarines leaving the ocean and going into space. That, to me, makes more sense than the NASA bullshit. I'm going to be honest with you. Like submarines? Yeah, like they talked about in yeah, the documentary. Yeah, fucking Above sweet. Majestic. What yeah, was, is that what Above Majestic. You can find it on Bitshoot, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E. That shit would be tight. Yeah. But then they'd probably kill me. I'm not supposed to see those things. Do you want to live, though? I mean, there are other worlds in these. There are other worlds in these. This one's getting lame as fuck. <laughs> yeah. 
we've we've fallen way off the curve. And like uh, I just activated my uh, ice cream truck boy. He's like he finally made a statement where we could make his suicide look legit. What if what if like uh, the twenty first? That's what it is. This realignment, yeah. right? What if it's literally that's what it is? Like imagine if you will, we have the reason everything's so fucked up is because psychically we've been split. There was a divergence and we split into multiple timelines, right? Yeah. What if this twenty first thing is a remer like it, it? It's a reemergence. All the timelines merge back together. Yeah. It's sure. the uh, rebound of the cosmic blowout. Yeah. From yeah. somebody. Hitting the button. I'm not saying who, Hadrian Superclider. Not saying it was you, sir. Not saying it was you, not sir. Not saying it was your guys' fault while you were doing that dance to Shiva. But you could have very well been splitting our timeline over and over but again. But it's your fault. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what the 21st is going to be. Is What's a, strange is a, is to a me. a convergence of those all timelines. All these authority figures in our lives. I'll edit part of this out, but like. All the way down to punk ass. Everybody and anybody is like, fuck that dude. Yeah. And pretty much everybody with DeWan, fuck that dude. And everybody with Trump or fucking any president, fuck that dude. So what's stopping, like, where's, I don't understand where the disconnect is right now because, like, I'm pretty sure in the past, whenever we've gotten to that phase, we just start we just start taking heads. Killing motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. Uh, well, I notice a lot of this stuff's information control, because if you go on some of these other platforms, we talked about it a little bit last week, but, you know, it goes back to that argument about where, where are all the people at screaming and protesting and all this stuff? It's happening fucking everywhere. We're just not allowed to see it. I think... Uh, the scrub machine is strong. I think uh, we've... You know why we're not seeing the heads roll like they should? Why? We put them up on we we we've we've fallen into a trap that that the lower the lower kind has fallen into time and time again throughout our the course of human history. Yeah, we put these motherfuckers on a pedestal. Yes, it's a and that's the thing. It's a make believe pedestal. It doesn't actually exist. No, like we we perceive that they are out of our reach. They are not. Right? They're not. They never they are were. Not. They never were. No. And when you continue to strip away and take away from us, you're leaving us with nothing to lose. You know, I had this conversation with my mother earlier. She called me and was talking about some of these things. And I told her about that uh, screenshot from Mothener DeWine. Uh-huh. You know? You're going to have to change that, too. Nope. It's not a real name. No one knows who I'm talking about. I feel like uh, I feel like Carl in the... In the uh, <laughs> what is that? Carl, <laughs> that uh, kills people. Carl. Well, the only part I, I would say, Mavener. No, Dewine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna have to. What if I spell it with a C though? Why are all these racists oh. worried about what I'm saying? Well, I mean, I guess the only fucking mouth sounds, Tubbs. I'm sorry, man, but you know how it is. You know, most of these people tune in to hear you react. I. <laughs> but <laughs> see, the thing about that word is, is that. And here's why I'm comfortable with it is like I wouldn't be comfortable saying that I have, I know well I know one person of of the the yeah right and well I don't know if you knew this but Father Abraham had many sons many I, sons had Father Abraham I never I would never call him that I get it you know yeah let's just call him uh, the tiny hat governor from Ohio okay is that okay I'm fine with that he likes to wear really tight fitting hats. That's all I'm saying. There's no connotation. Some people like a snug fit. Yeah, really snug. 
like the one that just hugs the top of your head. <laughs> but I told my mom earlier, I was like, hypothetically, because you remember that, uh, you ever play a South Park game on your phone? Not a, uh, not a sponsor. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. There was that one kid who had the shit, the shit shiv, the knife made out of poop. Yeah. And it was like super strong. Mm-hmm. I said, it'd be crazy if somebody formed a knife out of poop and then slit that dude's throat with it. So the last thing that he had to like experience was tasting shit while he bled to death. Mm-hmm. She's like, first of all, what's wrong with you? Yeah. I was like, you know, that's the problem. Speaking of that pedestal, back in the day, we didn't have these problems. She's like, well, you can't wish something like that on somebody because the next one that comes in is just going to do the same thing. I said, oh, that's where you're wrong, champ, because we got rid of tar and feathering. Well, I, and that's what it is, is that... Uh, if they all knew that they could look down the shit knife, they'd probably act right. Well, you think about it, you know, go back to like the American Revolution, right? Yeah. The, the perceived notion before that was that... <clears throat> And this is most of Europe, right. right? Is that these people were picked by God Himself? Yeah, that's that similar rule. similar shit as monarchy, the dragon's the, blood, the divine right to rule, right? right that's yeah. what they called it. So, like to actually defy Him, to defy the King, defy the crown, and say, "I think that your decision is shitty. I think you're a shitty person for it, and I think you're stupid." That is all three things that could get you hung in that time, right? Mm-hmm. For saying those things, right? Okay, sorry, I had a brain fart. I was wondering. Yeah. I didn't It'll know come. If you were it's waiting gonna, for me to have a reaction. Nope. If you were having a stroke, nope, it's going to come back. Okay, but the best times in human history are when we first. It, they're so short you'd almost miss them. Mm-hmm. Right when we when we realize the pedestal is fake. It's probably that flash into the next chapter. That it's not real. It never was real. And we get a nice, it's like a reprieve. You know what I mean? Imagine, if you will, the whole of human history is a boot on our face, right? Yeah. This moment that could be coming up is that one moment where the boot comes off for a hot second. You're able to fucking take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. And you're able to do something about having a boot on your fucking face before another one just comes stomping on your face I'm again. so terrified that we're so lazy as a species. Speaking of the 80 or 90%, whatever it is, maybe I'm overshooting it, but the ones like we talked about in that movie where like that psychic bomb went off and killed all the people of higher thought but really didn't affect most people. Yeah. And really what's happening is that boot just like dipped down, took a jump, and we're like, oh man, it's sweet. And we look up and there's two boots coming down. Just stomp our fucking head in. You know, I mean, think about it. You look at these people... You know, you look at the guy, uh, you know, the guy who... You know, the fucking guy. You know, the guy. The who guy ran, in the cab. I'm not going to say his name because the AI will catch it. Yeah. But you know, the guy who runs Microsoft, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, the one that named the company after his cock. What? Ha. <laughs> <laughs> I go back to the pedestal. Wait a minute. What's stopping us? Or I'll say his name. The I'll pedestal? say this guy's name. Or uh, I'll say this guy's name is, uh, you know, George Soros. He's allowed to walk amongst us. Yeah. Free. Carefree. <laughs> this is what we have to understand is that, and you know why they walk around us carefree? Because they know the pedestal's fake too, but they know that as long as we think it's real, nothing will ever happen to them. Well, they're wrong. That's, that's where you're wrong, wrong, champ. That's what we need people to understand, is that authority is an illusion, doesn't actually exist. No. 
no one man can tell you sorry how to live your life uh, you're at a fucking charlie horse in your foot yeah ooh I get sometimes when I curl my foot over. God damn it, yeah. So I'd say we probably should go ahead and get to the topic today because we've been going on for 25 minutes now. And there's people, this is one of those ones where people are going to want to click on it because it says, has the name of the show. Yeah. And they're going to be like, God fucking damn it, get to the goddamn topic. Yeah. Well, but today we're going to talk about. It's kind of a Titanic problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort of a Titanic issue. It's one that I'm surprised we haven't heard more of in other, in, uh, other conspiracy shows. But you know what we're going to talk about now, even though. It is 108 years old. It's never too late. Never too late. But if you hadn't heard of it, see, I just found it. We just both found out about it recently. And I was like, this is crazy. And I would say, um, Agris Girl definitely yeah. put us on this. <clears throat> she did. We talked about it before, but I think you might have had a mini stroke. Some guy that, the one guy we haven't talked to yet to listen to all the shows is like, it's actually an episode 46, the one you didn't upload to YouTube, you piece of shit. That's what he'd say. Because oh, okay. there's some episodes that I don't have uploaded to YouTube yet, either due to art art error or uh, like the the ones that all fucked up. That or there's just missing episodes now because you know YouTube likes to pull our videos. So hey, hey. check us out on BitChute because YouTube's a piece of shit. Yeah, there you go. But yeah. today we're talking about the conspiracy surrounding the sinking of the RMS Titanic. RMS Titanic? Is that where you left? I could have been wrong, yes. <laughs> I like that too. <laughs> Leave that here. But uh, <laughs> the yeah, yeah. We're talking about the conspiracy surrounding the RMS Titanic. Uh for those of you that don't know, this is a very old conspiracy. Um I feel like the problem though is that usually with time conspiracies get shelled out and like eventually you find out whether it was real or not. You know, think of even in our time, not our time, but in, let's say, the last 50 years. Let's say, like, the Gulf of Tonkin. Yeah. We know what that's about. Well, what's the Gulf of Tonkin? Or the USS Liberty. Right. We know, like, t- t- or, or um, MK Ultra, mm-hmm. right? Where once they were they were, they were, were veiled in, in the possibility of being fake. It's so now strange. we know they're real. It's so strange that all those other topics have been thoroughly, fed- <clears throat> thoroughly vetted, like, talked about. They still have debunking videos about this one, but where the, they're like, "Well, this didn't happen," but there's clear evidence that it absolutely did happen. But here's the problem with it: is that, like, what I have with it is that <laughs> why would any why would anybody have anything to hide on this anymore? Because the way, well, and that's what I'm saying though, because everybody that's involved is dead, right? Normally, that when they do the D class things, like everybody's dead, but it, it's kind of similar. I wouldn't put it on the same level as JFK, but like how. They promised a giant dump after everybody was dead with JFK. It never happened. And then they talked about it. They were like, it's happening, and it never happened. Okay, so take you back. Let's take it back. Okay, so, but I think uh, we have an idea as to why this is still something that people would want to debunk or try to prove that it's not real, but we'll get to that at the end. Yeah. Um, So, let's take you back in the Bones and Tubbs time machine. Take me back. Right. It's not a real time machine that the government probably has. It's just it's a mental time machine, it's right? A personal time machine. Let's take you back to to 1912. 19 and 12. Okay. There's two ships. One that was built and sent out and had a big maiden voyage, had a big well-to-do thing and, and and went out there in the world. 
Right. Yeah. And that was the Olympic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And on one of its trips back from, because it would go from uh, England to America, right? On one of its trips back, it hit a ship. Or a ship hit it. The tight, the Olympic got blamed for the actual collision. But in reality, a lot of people are like, eh, it was probably the other ship. Yeah. Uh, collided yeah. with the Olympic. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Fucking put a big old fucking. Wrecked it up. Wrecked it. Yeah. Wrecked it. Like went in dry. How many times that did wreck it? Oh, he wrecked. Well, we'll get to that here in a minute. Okay. Okay. I don't want to jump ahead. Fucking fuck this ship up. Like fucking put a big gash in the side of it. Fucked it all the way up. Right. Yeah. They send it back to England. They're like, well. Jesus Christ, drunkie. What are you doing? Got, we got some good news and bad news. Basically, this is how it breaks down. And they're talking to, mind you, these are the people who are involved. Involved with repairing the ship, go to the guy who's in charge, uh, Ismay, mm. and they're like, "This is what here. Here's what's going to have to happen, right? Your company, which is already kind of in the pits, White Star Lines, looking shitty. Uh, you're going to have to repair this motherfucker, and the only way to truly repair it, right, is you're <laughs> going to have to fucking split it in half. You're going to have to put because it fucked up the it." Fucked up the crankshaft. It fucked up the keel. Yeah. It fucked up all that shit when the ship hit it, right? Starboard bow, all yeah. that. Fucked it all the way up. And they're like, you're going to have to split this motherfucker in half, replace all the shit inside of it. The amount of money at the time, I think they said originally it was worth $10 million, mm-hmm. which right now don't sound like shit, but obviously adjust for inflation, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <clears throat> so they're like, you're going to have to do all this shit. So Ismay takes this to his boss. And his boss is like, bruh, <laughs> no, 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 this ain't going to work. Uh, can we just like, uh, I don't know, patch it up? Is there like a patch? Can we just patch this? You got any like flex seal? Can we patch this boy up? We get some okay. flex seal on this bitch. <laughs> yeah. So they patch up the Olympic, right? Yeah. And already there's problems. It has a, a dramatic list to the starboard side. Which? Or uh, no, port side. Port side. Sorry, my bad. enough, let me, I'll just Tarantino and then I'll give it back to you. Okay. There was a uh, a teacher, I don't know if it was a college professor or a high school teacher, who was one of the ones on the Titanic that survived, and he said that it had a list on that side yeah. taking off. Anyway, back to you. Okay, so it had a it had a dramatic list on its port side. Yeah. Right. Had It was kind of like a bent cock. And that was from the bent, that was from the, the, the damaged uh, keel. Right. I'm not, listen, if I'm fucking up boat lingo, anybody out there. We're sorry. Yeah, we're sorry. We're not experts. No. Uh, we're just trying to shed light. So they're like, basically they they get told this thing is not next time it gets goes comes up for an inspection, it's, it's over. It's not gonna pass. You better pay those motherfuckers. It's not gonna pass, and you're gonna have to junk the whole thing. And they're like, they're already on the verge of bankruptcy, and to give up a, a ship that wasn't even that old. Keep in mind, J.P. Morgan had just what acquired shitbag. Yeah, had just acquired like the major majority stock holdings in White Star Lines. Yeah. Yuck. He was a tremendous turd. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, he fucked over Tesla at one point in time, too. Oh, right? absolutely. He was one of the funders. Yeah. The, 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 the founding funders that he had. And when he found out that he was trying to produce free energy, he was like, uh, I don't know about that. I like to think that J.P. Morgan was one of the ones that funded the fires that burn up Tesla's research. It's probable. More than more than probable. But you, Show me your shock face. Let everybody know he's not really reacting. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. Yeah. You know, I tried. Look, so, theatrics. 
So they were just about to get finished with uh, the Titanic, right? Yeah. And one of the things that they had to repair on the Olympic was a propeller. The rudder? The propeller. Propeller. One of the propellers fell off. Terrible boat So they were still building the Titanic, so they're like, fuck it. We need to get this fucker going. Take the propeller off we the Titanic. We need to get it out there making money. Yeah, take the propeller off the Titanic. Yeah. Throw that bitch on the Olympic. Got him. We'll get a new propeller for the Titanic. We'll be good to go. That's not a right? big deal. So. Uh, it was stamped with a specific number. Yeah. Fast forward. 401? Right? Yes. So fast forward, right? Yeah. And the Titanic's getting ready to, to, to go out. Mm-hmm. Right? And these dudes are like, listen, we can't afford to take a loss on the Olympic. So like here, like this is the this is the idea of the conspiracy. Is like this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a couple dudes in the, who know things, who know how to do things, right? We're gonna we're gonna send them out on a weekend when nobody's there, right? We're gonna apparently in the grand scheme of things, you know, you'd think it'd be really hard to make to switch places with a ship and well, change the names on it. Shit, back then they didn't have smartphones or media poking around or any of that shit. But, and and that was one of the things they mentioned in the documentary we right. watched. Uh, but. They're like, listen, we're going to pay these guys a couple hundred pounds. Tell them to shut the fuck up. Go we're going to tell them to shut the fuck up. Enjoy and, your weekend. And if we find out they're saying anything, we'll, we'll, fucking, we'll fucking break their family's legs. And your 17 children. Because that, that was a time that we were in, yeah. right? They said it was during a coal strike, right? So everybody was like super married to their job. But apparently nobody wanted to work on the... Okay, so, right. so we'll get to that, yeah. right? Okay, so the idea is that over a weekend, these two ships were in dock together. It was the last time they were in dock together. Yeah. Uh, they sent a couple dudes up there, paid them well, and apparently, in the grand scheme of things, there's only a few places on each ship that actually had the stampage of what the ship was, like mm-hmm. which ship it was. So, you they all you had to do was change the name plating, switch do a switcheroo. Shout out to a simpler time because all of the like the only other thing that had the marking of what ship you were on was the stationary, mm-hmm. and that's an easy fix. Yeah. Everything else, the fucking. Uh, the China, everything else was just stamped with the White Star Line. You imagine, which was they, like, which was used everywhere in our past life. One hundred eight years ago, they were like, hey, "Here's a couple hundred pounds going here." Like, what? they want us to move stationary for a couple hundred pounds. I fucking got you. I got you, dog. I was drunk. You might have been high. I don't know. So hypothetically, okay. So come up to the maiden voyage of the uh, Titanic, right? Geese. Mind you, well, let me track that back a little bit. So. They get Captain Smith, right? Mm. And they're like, listen, dog. <laughs> listen here, bruh. Listen, bruh. You owe us one because- <laughs> You're a sack of shit. You're not a good captain. You're yeah. actually a really shitty captain. We just found out you never knew how to drive a but boat. But you're a good old boy. Yeah. And we don't want to fuck you over. See, this is why the good old boy system sucks. Right, because they want you to be a fall boy. So they're like, listen, this is what's going to happen, right? You're going to take this ship out. It is going to fail. Take it into the ice field. Yeah. You're going to take it full steam ahead into an ice field. Drunk. You're going to crash the motherfucker, right? Port side. But don't worry. No. We're not going to fill the boat. Okay? We're, we're not going to fill it. And there'll be uh, a ship uh, waiting for you to- Longest burp of the world. Yeah. There'll be a ship, like, kind of on standby. Waiting. Waiting. To save your folks. To save- the people on board, because you know we're not even going to stack it with with enough lifeboats. We, Listen here, bro. We're yeah. just trying to do insurance fraud, guy. We're almost poor. Yeah, we don't. Uh, we don't want to. We, we we want this thing to sink so we could collect the insurance money on it. 
And mind you, <laughs> right before they took this voyage. Yeah, they hit him with that 9-11 hitter. Yeah. Just like uh, who's old boy that owned the, the three buildings? Oh, man. I can't remember that dude's name. But. Fuck. They, uh, I can see his little face, too. Originally, if a ship were to sink, it was only going to get a payout like $7.5 million. <laughs> yeah, the ship was $10 million, They were going to pay out $7 million. They took out extra insurance. They got paid twelve point five, wasn't it? Yeah. $12.5 million. For a $10 million ship. Back in the day. Well, let's say $10 million in air quotes because that was under the presumption that it was the Titanic that sank. Okay, so right. they're like, listen, Smith, you're going to have to take an L for us. It's going to be okay. You know, we'll get it's you on the boat. Be, it's going to be fine. We'll get you right back here. Everything's going to be fine. But I'm going to tell you right now, this motherfucker has to sink. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay. I get it. I'm a shitty captain. No. Quick question. Yeah. Do you think that he um, experienced a certain level of human empathy and decided to go down with the ship, as they said? Because that sounds like bullshit. I think <clears throat> there was probably like, one or two people on that ship that were on the payroll, and they were like, slit that motherfucker's throat. It's possible. They killed him. They gave him a hero's death. So, they're like, listen. That dumpy piece of shit that definitely did not go down with the ship on his own volition. We are going to uh, set you up real nice, okay? We're going to set it out, but that thing needs to sink because it's a piece of shit now. And... uh that's how it's going to go. And Smith's like, okay, I'll do it. Uh, I want all my officers. I want to handpick all my officers. Right. Like, he didn't want he didn't want no names. He wanted everybody that he could pick that he knew could get this con off. Right. Proper. So, like, okay, deal. So, maiden voyage goes out. Mind you, usually in a maiden voyage, they stack that motherfucker. They, they for asshole the elbow in the fucking ship. Right. They didn't. They, uh, they, as far as I saw, it was like they said it was a little over half capacity. Right. Which is really strange. Not only was that strange, the other part, like we mentioned before, during the time there was a coal strike going on. So there was a lot of people out of work, which would make sense that they would have had plenty of labor to be willing to work on the Titanic. But a lot of people were like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a serious problem. You know, you're coming out of a, you know, serious economic problem. Unbeknownst to them, they were just on the cusp of a massive fucking economic problem. Yeah. Shout out Great Depression. But they still were like, man, fuck that ship. Yeah. So, J.P. Morgan was supposed to sail on this maiden voyage. And uh, at the last minute, he pulled out. Now that he pulled out, he had uh, these... Rare and expensive statues that he had put on board as well to go across to America. He had a bunch of silver too, right? Yeah, and he pulled that off too. I mean, like, I get like if you're like at the last minute when you're in the levels of wealth that J.P. Morgan's at, and you're like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to Paris with my fucking mistress, you know? Right. But you know those statues I bought, they could go across. I don't give a fuck about them. They could go across. But when you're like, mm, no, no, I need those statues off also. Yeah, that shit is my collective wealth. So eat a ball. Yeah. So he takes that shit off. Ship goes. And apparently, like, before, like, they were even that far out, there was a coal fire in one of their uh, uh, coal Apparently they had coal one bins. before they even left. Yeah. It was like the second plan. There was an active coal fire in one of the coal storage bins. <laughs> Don't worry about coal bin six. It's just- uh, On fire. It's a burning. It's burning. It's okay. 
It's okay. Everything's going to be so, fine. So, fast forward three days in, right? They are going... Now, mind you, it mentioned in the documentary watch that it was normal for ships to go full steam ahead into ice fields. Right. Under the, under the notion that the small icebergs are just going to bounce off. And the larger ones were big enough to see that they could actually turn around them, right? Yeah. Just like the one that they allegedly hit, it was a very small amount of time for them to have to see. Like, they could see it within a very short period of time, well within their range of view. And they could just barely adjust. Well, they mentioned move out of that, the way. okay, mind you, the guy who, who, who was manning it, because Smith was asleep in the chart room or whatever, right? <laughs> Probably drunk. Like, normally, normally, at night, the captain, like, <laughs> retires, he goes to his quarters. But for whatever reason, for some reason that night, like standing in the chart room. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna take a nap in the chart room. Fully dressed. Yeah, fully dressed, ready to go. (laughs) Yeah, right. So (laughs) they get up on this fucking iceberg, right? And you know, there's they had the documentary watch is really good. We'll have to mention at the end of the show. I've got it in here, but I'm not sure. Anyway, okay. So normally, at the speed they were going, at the and when they saw the iceberg. There should have been no reason why they they could have avoided a total collision, right? Right. But the experienced officer who was on hand, which, mind you, he was experienced enough to know what to do, Mm. uh, gave the worst directions ever, which was to full reverse, which actually would have slowed, like, to to turn around the iceberg would have actually impeded them and made them, like, slam into it on the side. (laughs) Which is strange. Because if they had, if they had, because they even mentioned, I like it to think it was the part that they had to like fix too. If they would have hit it dead on, yeah, it probably would have killed some people, right? But it wouldn't have sank the ship. No, They'd have been but fine. instead they wanted a full whole fucking scrape across Their the insurance motherfucker. company would have paid out a lot less than twelve point five million dollars for that day. So ship gets scraped, shit starts sinking. Right, <clears throat> band keeps playing though. Band keeps playing. They're they're killing it. Yeah. You know, that one number? You remember that one? Uh-huh. Yeah, me too. Yeah. We were there for sure. <laughs> so <laughs> so they start sending out distress signals. They start sending out rockets, right? And the ship, the ship that they were supposed to, that was supposed to be there on standby, right? The lookouts for that ship, the Californian, right? Yeah. Hold on one second. I will say this real quick. Uh, regardless of the ship name. Or the one that was supposed to save him. The one that did see them was illegally there bashing baby seals' heads in. That was a different ship. Right. That was a Samson. No, no. But what I'm saying is like their whole trajectory was changed because if you watch the documentary on the map, they had like a triangle point. Boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. And then they had this one over here, illegally troweling or whatever the fuck it was yeah. doing. So all the ones that could have seen the ship and, and the uh you know, the explosions in the sky and hearing the reports would be like, Oh fuck. There's somebody over here that needs help. We probably ought to go, probably yeah. ought to go see what's happening. <laughs> they they didn't see shit. They thought it was fireworks. <laughs> this is gay. This is gay all the yeah. time. But so, the, the trailer was like, we're out here bashing baby seals' heads in. I ain't going over there. So a lot of things are chalked up to, so the, Calif- the SS Californian was supposed to be the ship that saved them, right? Yeah. Piloted by Captain Stanley Lord. Stanley Lord. Okay. So- he was supposed to be on standby, ready to fucking save their asses. And mind you, that ship was on its own journey, and it stopped in the middle of a fucking ice field and just was just there. We're just hanging out. We're just hanging out. All we're trying to do is hang out. In the fucking mid-Atlantic, for whatever goddamn reason. Middle of a fucking ice field. Yeah. Next to an uh, illegal fucking seal basher ship. 
<laughs> you know those guys saw the Titanic go down, and they're like, man, we should really do something. That's what I'm saying. We've been doing a lot of seal bashing yeah. tonight. Like, you see all these bash baby seal heads. We're about to go back and make coats, listen, man. I, I ain't hate, trying to fuck with these I'm dudes. not going back to prison. <laughs> yeah, I've been to prison. <laughs> I ain't going back. So they start sending up rockets, right? And the lookouts for the SS California. Apparently only white rockets, racist fuckers. So they're standing out there. They see rockets, right? Mm-hmm. Going off. Big report. All that shit. Yeah. All that and shit. mind you, the problem, the other problem was that they were too far away. They were <laughs> the way things are. Hit like, me. So the Californian wasn't seeing the rockets from the Titanic. They were seeing the rockets from the the sealing ship to tell them to bring their boats back in, right? Right. Because they were the the lookouts were telling them we're seeing rockets, this and the captain's they- like, "What color are the rockets?" Because the apparently uh, he was like, "I guess there's I don't." You're supposed to send out. Red, white, and blue rockets. This is why they should have left Tesla alone, because if Tesla had been allowed to do what he wanted to do, they would have had text messages. They could have been like, hey, that's us, LOL. Hey, dog. We need, we need that help. Water, water, water. A couple, couple like sick face emojis. Yeah, and- maybe like one eggplant. Yeah. <laughs> just because. <laughs> so they keep telling him, it's just white rockets. It's yeah. just white rockets. All He's white. like, ah, oh, don't fucking worry about them, bro. It's fine. They're partying. We're good. Yeah. Fireworks, yeah. friend. Yeah. So. Could be a bitch. Ship's going down, right? Yeah. Ship goes down. Oh, fuck. <laughs> they only feel... Now, this is the other part of they were counting on somebody to come save their ass because they only... Like, you know, of course, they got to send out lifeboats. They got to be like, oh, right, get in the fucking boat. But they were only filling them like half full. Women and children. They were just like, all right, we're going to fill it. The, they had to make a concerted effort to make it look like like they didn't think they were going to be saved. That there was no saving coming, Right. But the problem was, is what they, unbeknownst to them, there was no saving coming. That's what I was going to say. That that whole uh, group of people that came around and did that whole invest check on the ship's status. Yeah. They saw that they were low on lifeboats, and they allowed it. They were like, yeah. that's fine. This, this is an unsinkable ship. That'll never yeah. happen. However, it was actually the Olympic. Yeah. <laughs> it was meant to sink. It was at like half roster, yeah. and they still didn't have enough boats. And they were only filling them half full. Get out of here. So that I feel like it was like their half-assed effort to make it look like, ah, we're going to put these assholes in boats just to make it look good until the Californian gets here, and we'll fucking get on there. We'll all be hunky-dory and drinking chocolate, not chocolate milk, hot chocolate and shit. Yeah. I don't know. You I don't know, know J- what people drank back then. Uh, hot toddies. You know J.P. Morgan <laughs> was definitely sleeping good. He didn't even know about it until he woke up after his 19 hours of sleep the next day. With his fucking mistress in France. His lizard ass. So. He got done hitting it, hitting it raw. So I feel like. They were planning on getting saved, right? Yeah. But then the ship never came. They're like, fuck. Because <laughs> the one ship that was supposed to be saving them was too far away and wasn't seeing the rockets. And the ship the ship that could have saved them was a seal bashing ship, and they wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah, we're not even here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't, don't start nothing. Won't be nothing, friend. So don't mind us. We're just fucking, don't mind me just yeah. watching. <laughs> What's popping? <laughs> don't mind me just watching. So I feel like at, at one point, with the with like Captain Smith and the people that that went down with the ship, yeah, they were kind of just like, like uh, they. I feel like they didn't have any choice in the matter at that point. Like they were, they're like they were waiting till the dead end. They wanted to. God wait. forbid somebody have some fucking morals and be like, let's get these people off the ship. Yeah, they were like, we realized we fucked up. Like I wonder where the moment came when they were like, the help's not coming. Yeah, the help's not coming. Jesus Christ, the help's not fucking coming. What's we're gonna crazy? fucking die. The one thing that we kind of glossed over was the whole Federal Reserve per- portion. Yeah. How there was a competition of bankers, and they were all invited onto this ship. 
uh, they were going to be the competitive system to the Federal Reserve Banking System. Mm. Okay. Did you see that part? Mm-mm. So I'm going to go back a little bit. We're going to Tarantino this shit back to Bones Notes. Shout out autism. But uh, the documentary, and this is not, this is not a, I'm not sure this is what it's titled. This is what I found it as, the video that was posted. Mm-hmm. I had to search it on DuckDuckGo to find it. Because if you type the same thing into Google, you're going to eat a whole lot of shit. Mm-hmm. It was a documentary titled The Best Titanic Conspiracy 2012. Uh, based on the research of Andrew Newton. So this includes evidence of both British and American inquiries, eyewitness reports, survivors, newspapers of the day, along with photographs, video, film, and radio broadcasts. On April 15, 1912, the Titanic sank in the North Atlantic, losing with it 1,507 lives. So then, the timeline is, is as such. And the one discrepancy I found, some places put it at 1903, but this documentary put it in 1908 when J.P. Morgan buys his majority share in the White Star and the White Star shipping line. In 1910, the nefarious meeting on Jekyll Island happened Ah, for the Federal Reserve. Yeah. <clears throat> so you had all these private bankers just trying to decide the way to talk their way in with banking language to get the treasury... Of the United States under a private banking system. 1911, the Olympic was launched after many problems. 1912, the air quotes, Titanic, or the Olympic was sank. And in 1913, on December 23rd, during a Christmas break right before Christmas Eve, with almost everyone at home or away on vacation in Washington, D.C., the Federal Reserve Act has passed. So, while they were on this ship air quotes Titanic, a.k.a. Olympic, they had invited the the biggest competitor to this Federal Reserve system mm-hmm. onto the Titanic. Hmm. They had a bunch of other bankers, a bunch of other people, society, a whole bunch of people, like we talked yeah. about with uh, J.P. Morgan's bitch ass. Yeah. And they were all like, yeah, cool, we'll go. So everybody's like, yeah, bet. And everybody pulled out at the last minute, mm-hmm. citing ill health, except for the competitors for the Federal Reserve ah. system. Ah, here we are. It's like a regular Godfather moment right there. You just took out all your yeah. fucking some Godfather shit. So, ship sinks. Fifteen hundred seven people go down, right to death. Yeah, yeah. So there's immediately like <coughs> Ismay survived. He was there and he got out, and everybody fucking made fun of him for it. Yeah, <laughs> little bitch. <laughs> little bitch. How'd you make it back, little bitch? So there's a there's an inquiry in New York. But it's like super short lived and nothing comes of it, right? Yeah. And then the for those who are in charge, and then it goes back to England, mm-hmm. right? And that's where like the serious inquiry happened, yeah. Right, but it wasn't. Let's put serious in air quotes here. Yeah, they, they had to put on a big show. I mean, fifteen hundred people lost their lives because of. I mean, even even without a conspiracy, it was gross incompetence. Big deal, yeah. So there had to be something done about it, right? To make it seem legit. I like how they chose a building to a terrible acoustic so that any public that came in there couldn't even hear them. Yeah. That's what the report was. <laughs> so you you get this inquiry and they more or less just put it all on the captain of the Californian. The one who fucked up. Captain Stanley Lord. Yeah. They say You had one job. You fucked you son up. Son of a bitch. Because they couldn't put anything on Smith, he was dead. Yeah. 
Well, they killed him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> he was probably the first one to die in the Titanic Olympic. Yeah. So, Lightstar, not even like a week after this shit happens, collects on their $12 million. Getting that money. Payout. They got that. They <laughs> they they got that bag. Shout out that Skriller. They yeah, were they, making moves in silence. Yes, they were. Making money moves. So, GMS. They have this big inquiry. They basically lay, uh, blame Lord Stanley for it. <laughs> and, uh, Everybody just goes home, right? Yeah. The uh, Federal Reserve got their payday. Yeah. The uh, J.P. Morgan got his payday. White Star got their payday. Everything was cool. Yeah. You know, a lot of people lost their lives over it. Eh. You know, the- Don't pay attention to the proletariat. The Olympic- Yeah, air quotes. Air quotes slash Titanic- Right. Went on to serve for another, like, 25 years. Right. Um, Who was the guy that made Titanic? Like James Cameron? Yeah. Did uh, you see that shit? N- like where they were underwater and shit? Where or? he went to do the research Mm-mm. on the ship, the sank ship, sunken ship? Yeah, th- that was what I was going to get into next was, so now that we have the tech to go down there, right, <clears throat> you could start to begin to like piece some of this together and like, holy shit, like this, like, I mean, I, as far as I'm concerned, there was some irrefutable evidence. Yeah. Like, Even from pictures before the launch, they said that the Titanic had something. And I'm going to get the numbers wrong, but it's legit. Check it out in the documentary. Let's say that the Titanic had uh, 14 porthole windows on one side of the ship. Yeah. In this picture where they took of the air quotes Titanic, it had 16. Which the, is Olympic what the Olympic had. had. Yeah, 16. The, the uh, Titanic had evenly spaced uh, windows on the further down part of the ship, mm-hmm. where this one did not. So they're literally looking at the Olympic. So in this Titanic launch. The ship had a, from eyewitness accounts, dramatic list. Yeah. On the, on the port side. As noted by a survivor who was a science teacher or a science professor. Yes. Had a notable list on the port side. Um, now that we've been able to go down and look at it, you know, uh, one thing of note that they, they, they've made note of is that, so where... Um, where that that ship originally hit the Olympic, yeah, w- the first time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they had to put new plate over it, yeah, and they had painted those paints, those plates gray. It still had the and same then paint. painted black over them, right? Yeah, still had the original paint from the repair job. Yeah, so all the black paint has peeled off, being under the ocean and everything. Right. But there is still visible gray paint, which the Titanic was never never had any gray paint on its hull. They also said that they went inside when they did the. Uh what we say they they removed all the stuff that had the Olympic on it mm-hmm. and they replaced it with Titanic. Well, the Olympic had a certain type of floor pattern, and just before the ship launched, they ordered it to be carpeted. Yeah, when they went down there, it was the same flooring, mm-hmm. as well as on the side where the the uh, the letters were bolted across to have the name. Yeah, it had all you could see was a giant M, which I don't know if any of you guys are English majors, but you, there's no M in Titanic. It had an O and an M. Okay, O and yeah. an M. So that, that where, sounds like where, the iron, where the iron li- letters that had been bolted on for the Titanic had fallen off. Um, and the other thing is, like, people would say, well, what about, like, you know, you could go on the, see the, sh- the, the shipwreck underwater and you could look at photos of the Titanic right. when it was still, like, you know, in shape. And uh, that's pointed out that actually most of the pictures you see of the Titanic. Uh, before its launch, yeah, are actually pictures of the Olympic because the Titanic wasn't done yet, but they wanted to market it and be like, "Hey, look at this ship." 
They said, too, that a lot of the pictures that were marketed as the Olympic was actually the Titanic for the cruise liner. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. So, that being said, I guess the last question you got to ask yourself is, is why didn't Rose let Jack get on that, that door? Because that there was so much room. Dumb bitch. There's like 16 different ways he could have fit on that door. Exactly. They could have floated. Exactly. He could have lived. Love. Bullshit. Shit. So. Frigid bitch. The question you got to ask yourself is like, most conspiracies over time, they eventually come to light. Right? But the problem with this one is, is there's still a conspiracy. Yeah. So the question you got to ask yourself is, why is it still a conspiracy? Well, they also said, we talked about this in the part I edited out or before the show. I can't remember. Um, that we'll get to in a minute. But also the English government involvement because mm-hmm. they had uh, Prime Minister Elon Musk or whatever his name was. I got it right here. Okay. I'm still going to leave that in there. <laughs> uh, Prime Minister H.H. H. Asquith. Yeah. He was approached by his advisors and he was like, we will not, uh, supposedly he said, we will not allow this to happen. And dude was like, listen, bro, keep in mind, J.P. Morgan has a deal where we can use these ships for wartime. And here's the wartime situation. Yeah. It's about to be. We were. They were on the eve of World War Two. It's about to be popping. Er, sorry, I fucked that all the World way. World War One. World War One. You were off by one number. It's not a big deal. Yeah. They for, the people forgive. Yeah. So he was like, well, "We need these ships," and dude was like, "I didn't see shit." Whatever. You son of a bitch. Go ahead, lazy ass motherfucker. So the reason I think that it's still a conspiracy and has never come to light is one, it's tied to the Federal Reserve, yep. and they're they're the most see- like you want to talk like. The federal, we don't even know who owns the Federal Reserve. The thing is, like, the federal government Look it up. is not that good at keeping secrets, right? Shout out to the creature from Jekyll Island. But when it comes to, like, the interest of the Federal Reserve, like, yeah. directly related to them. Right. So, like, you know, when you look at, like, MKUltra and Gulf of Tonkin, <laughs> that doesn't directly relate to them. No. You know what I mean? They can some they, they could let somebody else show their ass. Yeah. But they will not even, they can put what I say, else. 108 years later, yeah. they ain't showing their ass at all. Nope. They're not trying to get any smoke. No. Ron Paul gave them enough heat. Shout out Grandpa Ron. They're they're they have firmly kept this in the realm of conspiracy. Cause like I said, everybody's dead. They can in theory be like, eh. be funny if this but, is the episode that got us killed. But the way I look at it, if they were to like reveal to us that this is true, yeah. Uh we call a lot of things into question. Exactly. You'd begin to question everything everything and every motive they've ever had. Kind of like the Buds and Tubs podcast, question everything. Yeah. And I think that's why it's still a conspiracy. Yeah, me too. That's exactly where I'm at with it. You cannot bring into question anything to do with bankers. Because they're just money men. They don't know, they don't know really anything. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they let 1,500 people die to, to, to for, for a cash grab of... I mean, I guess back then twelve twelve million dollars was a lot. Sounds like half of a half of nine eleven. But also, if you take those costs of lives and you also apply the price of inflation, it's probably a lot more. Yeah. Because and you know you might ask yourself like, well, what about the individuals who like did it, like actually changed the name and all that? And it's like you're talking about men who were probably offered a substantial amount of money at the time. Well, they pulled all the people involved into that shipyard, and they kept them there for 24 hours, and they basically threatened them with the Secrets Act. They were like, if you don't sign this, we'll fucking kill you. Yeah, I forgot about that We'll kill your family. You'll never work again. You'll go away to prison, and with the best thing, what they call it, the best king's grace that the king has to offer. And then when you get out, there'll be no job for you, because you'll be black marked. So they all shut the fuck up. Yeah. And even the people who 
might have perceivably changed the name on the side or anything like that. Yeah. Even if, like, they probably got a good payout. But the problem is, is that, like, you got to think of, like, s- the way social classes and everything were built back then. Like, yeah. You shut the fuck up you or you sh- don't work. And if you don't work, your, your family starves. Yeah. Your kids are going to starve to death. I'll kill you. And nobody's going to believe you because you're lower class scum. You're Irish. Yeah. You're an Irish shit. piece of shit. Yeah. That's- See, we can say that and probably not get removed. But, but we don't mean that's it. the world that they were coming from. Air quotes. We're like, you're an Irish piece of shit, and yeah. no one's ever going to believe you. Whitey bitch. So say whatever the fuck you want. But here's the thing. You'll never work again. Your fucking goddamn fucking brood of children are, are going to starve to death yeah. and end up in the workhouses and prostitutes. And guess what? Here's World War II around the pipe. We'll put your kids in the war. Yeah. Fucking suck a dick. Yeah. And then we'll probably just have someone come and garrote you. I'll fuck your wife. Yeah. That's what they said. I'll, I'll use her as a belly warmer. Yeah. You know? I'll, I will give her a nice lobster dinner, and I won't call her the next day. For a pittance. For a pittance. You know? Not even a pence will she receive. Yes, she will not receive a pence. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right, so that wraps up our Titanic conspiracy episode. Before we go, you know, I always like to read, read an email or two. For sure. Going. I got one for us this week. It's from our ever-popular, ever-present Fog357. Oh, my God, they're back. It's titled. Thank God. It is titled. Times like these week. We need them. I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> Let's go from last week's episode where I was talking about Tombstone. Yeah, come on, baby. Uh, good day, gents. The dark winter is truly upon us. Make ready. Westerns, you both had good suggestions. Okay. Oh, I remember now. That was, uh, we talk, We asked uh, to put out there in the world what they thought, uh, if anybody thought there was a good Western out there. Uh, Bones, Quick and the Dead is damn fun to watch. So is Tombstone, which is one Dr. Gonzo and mine New Age faves try it on a hippie flip and tombstone makes on a takes on a whole new level ah hippie flip i assume that means the left hand grass or maybe i'm wrong oh, okay maybe you're not i don't know i'm not good at this tubs unforgiven and true grit are high on the list i must say i am surprised that you did not uh have high plains drifter which whew, high plains drifter is a good one hey watch that one uh vengeful spirit exacts terrible punishment upon the town that betrayed him I like the movie talk idea. Yeah. We're going to have to do that. Movie podcast. Yeah, do do it as like some bonus shit. Yeah. You know? Uh, Boners and pubes. <laughs> uh, strike me down, I should become more powerful than ever. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Gonzo with winter frost at the door. Stroke, stoke the fire, the British are coming. Nah. Redbeard, a gale be proven, rig for rough seas. Uh, Mr. Bond, well done with the foundation, steady as it goes. I like how all these things line up with all the news articles that I get, like they're <laughs> so heading towards my future. Do you remember last week when I was saying, "What's your what's your battle cry?" You yeah. know, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. He says his is in the name of the Yangs. That's which was ours is ours again and shall never be taken. Yang gang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks again for the show, gents. I appreciate it more than I have words to accurately express. The three amigos. Yeah, if you were of the opposite sex, I would make out with you. Yeah, I'm just saying. So we put that out there. Uh, I'd say I'd like to thank uh, JMY Five. Yeah, he has a new thing going on. Does he? Yeah, it's called Humans Helping Humans. Hmm. We should check him out, all of you. JMY Five Internet Studios on Instagram. He does all the art for the shows. He does a fantastic. Oh, job. he does a baller job. JMY Five dot com. JMY Five Internet Studios on Instagram. He did the shirt that you wear mm-hmm. frequently, not yeah. currently, but no. I get it. This is my libertarian shirt. Right. I'm not mad at you. Yeah. Sometimes you got to wear other clothes. Yeah. 
But uh, humans helping humans. Every time you buy a garment from JMY5.com, another one, just like the one you purchased, will be given to a homeless person in Boston. The garments will enter... I'm sorry. The garments will either be sent to the shelters or simply handed out on the street. All givings will be archived on social media for all to see. So we've been uh, going through just like I will right now and share this. But we talked the other day because, oddly enough, I was talking to Teen Wolf Mm -hmm. earlier in the day. Yeah. Before I talked to JMY5. And he's like, you know, we basically came down to the description of why we're so miserable, Mm -hmm. he, I, and you. Yeah. And anyone else in the factory of sadness. Mm-hmm. It's because we don't produce. We've talked about it before. Yeah, yeah. But he quantified it in such a way, he's like, you know what we ought to do? We ought to do like once a week, once every other week. Let's go volunteer at the Hope House. It's a homeless shelter. Yeah. Hmm. We're not doing shit with our lives. Yeah. That's why we're so goddamn mad yeah. all the time and useless. And then I come to find out, because I'd noticed and I shared some of JMY5's things. As I'm about to do right now, and tag him and hashtag help the homeless, if I could spell right. Anyway, he's doing the right thing over there at JMY5.com. Check him out. Check out his clothing. Buy some stuff. Help these people out. It's Christmas time. Yeah, exactly. These people are, you know, we all like to talk shit about homeless people in America. <laughs> like, we, like a fucking drug addict. And then you got these people on TikTok and all these other outlets where they're like, they're holding up signs like, I don't need food. I just need beer, money for beer and pussy. Yeah. Like, it's all fucking jokes. It's all fun and games. But at the same time, there are legitimately people out there that are homeless. Yeah. Who aren't able to make their bills. Mm-hmm. Aren't able to, they've got kids in the car, man. Yeah. Or under the bridge. They need clothes. They're tired. They're cold. And the dark winter's coming. And it is fucking full steam ahead. That light we thought we saw at the end of the tunnel, it's a fucking train. Yeah. Get ready. <laughs> if you got expendable money, you want to do a good cause this Christmas season, check out JMY5 Internet Studios on Instagram. Check him out, jmy5.com. Buy his stuff. Help clothe the homeless. He does our artwork for the show. So. He does. He's fantastic. Yes. she last week's? Yes. <sighs> yeah. Fire. Yeah. He keeps it up. Keeps it up. He uh, keeps it up without a dick pill. That's the most important part. Yeah. We like to think... Uh, Bud the Brave for letting us use his music on the show. Also a savage. Anarchist rapper. Yeah. He's been giving us free reign to just... Hot takes. Yeah. All day. Shoot hot shots all over our shows mm-hmm. in the form of his music. You listen to it every time you listen to the show. Check both of them out. Yeah. Um, Tell them that we sent you. Let them know that the love is reciprocated. We have a Patreon. Oh, patreon.com forward slash buns and tubs before we get removed. Yes. Check us out on BitChute. Uh, we're on Venmo, PayPal, Cash App. Um... We like oh, long form emails. We have, yes, we have like long form emails, bones and tubs at gmail.com. <coughs> we have a, uh, if you go to our Instagram page, there's Instagram. a link. com forward slash bones and tubs. There's a link to T Public in our description. You can buy that merch. Get that merch. We get like a dollar. Yeah. You know, I'm fine with that. No, nah, yeah. I'm fine with it too. I just want people to get the message out there. So share our shit, man. Yeah. For real. Share it all. Yeah. We're on LBRY. Check it out. Google LBRY. It'll come up. It'll change your life. Mm-hmm. If you're tired of the fucking YouTube censorship, check out bitshoot.com. Mm-hmm. Check out LBRY. Check them out. We're on there. Follow us. Tell Share your friends, like, hey, you should listen to them. You know, they're great car companions. Yeah. You know, I listen to us in the car. You have two options use car salesman or car companion. Yeah. We are car companion. Mm-hmm. We're here for you. Yeah. So I think that about wraps it up for the show. We'd like to thank you all for listening. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope to see you next time in between now and again. If we have ascended to the next level, I'm <laughs> going to send out the thought message now. 
It won't be going out on Podbean. It's going to go out in that third eye. Yeah. Uh, we hope you guys stay safe, and uh, we'll see you next time. To anyone dealing with sleep paralysis or that demon, tell them to suck your dick. We love you. We really do. The thing about the bad thing about being honest, the straightforward, and doing that is, people know where you stand, and they take try to take advantage of you. They take advantage of your good nature. They take advantage of the fact that they know that you're a good guy, you are a straight shooter, and that you're not going to retaliate on them when they fuck you. Well, folks, most of the time I believe that's probably true. But God built me to be here to prove to you that what you have been doing for God knows how many years is wrong. You picked on the wrong man. I'm not tough. You hear that? I'm not that strong. They rolled up in all black yeah. Windows have crashed yeah. Scoping out the scene Before they attack Had they on bad guys In most people's eyes Most trust them with their life Cause they got a badge of tie Gifted a position given to them by a system I set it all up To put the kids in the prison This is non-fiction Non-violence So just listen They got a mission To imprison your mind and soul This ain't nothing new But we survival with soul And don't believe in myself But believe what we're told And we're all molded by a machine That gets in your dreams self-esteem and I've been scolding and told who I should be but I'll never conform I was born to be free to set up and never let up from the cradle to the grave they got you in the cage it's a setup so keep your head up cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth it's a setup and never let up from the cradle to the grave they got you in the cage it's a setup so keep your head up Cause it's selling all that doubt with every word that the mouth Giving up is a verb, yeah, that's a fact Deny it if you want, but I'll do the math I face facts and understand how to overstand the plan With my mind intact, and I got more than a plan I got hope and belief, dreams and faith And know damn well, that's what they want to take It's a weapon, it's a weapon Fear is aggression, and they plan it in our minds To the point we can't find a way out a way in, and anywhere you go, you'll see a many men over there and everywhere. They're armed and prepared to do whatever it takes. They don't play fair, that's a jump out, boys, with the plastic toys draped in all black, ready to bring the noise. A setup, and never let up. From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage. It's a setup, so keep your head up. Cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth. It's a setup, and never let up. From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage. It's a setup, so keep your head up. Cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth.